I, before I get to Michelle Bachman, I want to just, you're a physician, Ron Paul, so you're a doctor, you know something about this subject. Let me ask you this hypothetical question. A healthy 30-year-old young man has a good job, makes a good living, but decides, you know what, I'm not going to spend $200 or $300 a month to, for health insurance because I'm healthy, I don't need it, but, you know, something terrible happens, uh, he, all of a sudden he needs it. Who's going to pay for if he goes into a coma, well, for example? In, in a who, society, who pays for that? In a society that you accept welfareism and socialism, he expects the government to take care well, of it. what do you want? But what he should do is whatever he wants to do and assume responsibility for himself. My advice to him would have a major medical policy, but not before. But he doesn't have that. He doesn't have it, and, he's, and he, needs, he needs intensive care for six months. Who pays? That's what freedom is all about, taking your own risk. This whole idea that you have to compare and take care of everybody. But, are you saying the society should just let him die? No. There it is. Blood Sport 2. This is Peter Bergman, and this is Tuesday, September 12th, 2011 edition of Everything You Know Is Wrong. And what you just heard is a snippet from yesterday's GOP Tea Party debate, in which Ron Paul, that old son of a bitch decided that uh, let him die. Hey, if a young man doesn't have uh, health insurance, he's made a choice. Let him go. Well, this is a perfect uh, compliment to last week when the crowd cheered in the same sort of lusty, bloody way when Rick Perry was introduced as the governor who's executed the most number of people. This is blood sport. We're in for a really, really weird and tight and tough election. Here's what Congressman Alan Grayson had to say about it. What you saw tonight is something much more sinister than not having a health care plan. It's sadism, pure and simple. It's the same impulse that led people in the Coliseum to cheer when the lions ate the Christians. And that seems to be where we are heading. Bread and circuses without the bread. That's a great line. The world that Hobbes wrote about, the war of all against all. And it is worth noting that the law requiring hospitals to treat sick people in emergency situations has nothing to do with the 2009 health care debate. Not at all. It was passed in 1986 and signed by President Reagan. Makes you understand, after all, that everything you know is wrong. Everybody was piling it on Rick Perry last night. He was very uncomfortable, but I gotta say this one thing for old Ricky, old Mr. Goodhair, is he stood by his guns. You might not like where those guns are pointing, but he stood by them, and in one particular case, he came off rather sterling. They were jumping on him because he had passed a law in Texas that allowed children who were illegal aliens, undocumented aliens who wanted to go to college without had no criminal records to get in-state tuition. And the rest of those garden gnomes just jumped on them. Oh, you're encouraging illegal immigration, etc., etc. And old Rick stood right by, didn't budge an inch. He said, it's better that those folks go to college than be on the dole. So I got to hand it to him for that. On the other hand, his take on Social Security, think about this. This is a man who went to Florida, Bubba State, Booba State, everybody on Social Security, lots of them at least, and once again, decrying the system, telling us it's unconstitutional, it should be handed back to the states, etc., etc. Well, it is hurting him seriously. Only 20% of voters say 
they agree with Perry that Social Security is a Ponzi scheme and 70% don't agree at all. And it has affected his ability to be elected. In fact, it appears that Perry's rhetoric on Social Security could be causing him serious problems. They did a national poll three weeks ago and Barack Obama led Perry by six points. Now they redid that poll and it is, a, it is widened to 11 points, 52 to 41. And the main movement has come with Democratic voters. On the previous poll, Obama carried only a 68-point lead in his party base, 81-13. Now it's an 80-point lead, 89-9. to The revenge of the babas. My aunt and my grandmother and everybody else's old cousins and all the people that fled down to Florida of whatever race or gender or religion they want, their Social Security. Rick is blowing it big time. We all know there's a special kind of woman who likes the smell of crud light on a real man's breath. But some fillies want a little more. That's why we're introducing Crud Light Smoky Slim. It's got the same denatured natural taste of crud light with a hint of stale ciggies and almost digested Slim Jims. Now you've got the breath that'll turn on that blonde with the bottle slumped next to you at the bar. Give her a poke and party on, partner, till the crud light runs out or your liver shuts down. Crud light is an unregulated dye product of Alzheimer's Brewery, Rehab, Colorado. And I have to ask myself, in what America is this debate taking place? Well, it's an America in which the national poverty rate has hit its highest level since 1993. It's at 15.1%, close to the real unemployment rate. The 9.1 is just blowing smoke at you. There's a lot of folks out there that have given up or just basically, well, just given up. Let's just put it that way. The report also indicated that median household income adjusted for inflation was lower last year than any year since 1997. The dismal decade. 1997 to 2007, however you look at it, we are moving backwards, except for the fortunate few who don't want to pay taxes on the money they have and want to tax us on the money we don't have. The census found that 46.2 million Americans were living in poverty last year. Since the census began tracking poverty figures in 1959, never have more people been recorded living in poverty, and only once, in 1983, since 1965, has the poverty rate been recorded higher than 15.1%. That was during the Reagan years. For a family of four, the census set the poverty line at a combined annual income of $22,314. That's before taxes. That's more like $19,000 to raise four people for a year. For a single person, the level is set at $11,139. Still a tough scratch buy. The nation's median household income last year was $49,445 to 0.3% lower than the 2009 levels. This is a national scandal. Poverty is our concern. It is not 
part of the real American heritage. It must be dealt with, unless, like those blood sport types in the audience last night, you think that everybody has the right to make all the decisions for themselves, including the right to eat poorly, to die early, to work under bad conditions, to be poor, being born poor. Why? Because God has turned his face from you, or you're just one of the unlucky majority? Hey, these people are living difficult lives, lives with bad housing, bad air, and bad nutrition. Get this, diabetes kills one person every seven seconds. And 386 million people worldwide have the disease, according to new estimates by the International Diabetes Foundation, released just recently. Diabetes is rampant among the poor in America because of bad diet. And the less money you have, the poorer your diet because the fewer choices you have and the less chance you have of being educated or educating yourself about nutrition. You're too busy just trying to get by. So that's the America that this debate is taking place in. Let us look at it closely. Let us make a decision. Are we for the Commonwealth? Are we for each other? Do we really believe that the reason that jobs are so scarce is because of regulations? I mean, really, if that's the truth, I'm going to write a book called How to Prosper uh, During the Republican Years. I'm going to open an asbestos factory and hire only 11-year-olds, and I'm going to put it in a basement where the rent is cheaper. That's a way to make money off of this kind of thinking. Oh, no, excuse me, it's also taxes. Taxes are keeping us from having jobs. Yeah, if you give all the money to the rich and they don't invest, if you give all the money to the corporations and they don't build and invest but just hoard it, oh, I tell you, it's a tough and unusual time. But I promise you that we're going to get through this together on Radio Free Oz. That be the truth. And if you don't agree, well, I just have to say that everything you know is wrong. Is wrong.